When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. We all know milk does a body good, right? But is that really true? And is it true for any kind of milk? Beyond breast milk, what are the best milk choices families can make? And do they even need to make them? I'm registered dietitian nutritionist Lene Schatzlein, and today we're talking about the milk mystery. This is Parent Savers, episode 103. Faster than a speeding toddler. Sit still for just a minute. Can soothe boo-boos with a gentle kiss. Would you get down from there? Able to clean poopy bottoms in a single swipe. Oh, what did you eat? Turning frazzled mommies and daddies into procreators of peace and harmony. Ah, quit touching me. It's Parent Savers, empowering new parents everywhere. Welcome, everybody, to Parent Savers, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. Parent Savers is your weekly online, on-the-go support group for parents from the newborn years through kindergarten. I'm your host, John O'Reill, and thanks again to all of our loyal listeners who join us week in and week out. Thanks also to those of you who may be listening for the first time. As you may know, you can join our Parent Savers Club and receive access to special bonus content after each new show, plus special giveaways and discounts from time to time. And if you haven't already, please make sure to download the free Parent Savers app available in the Android and iTunes marketplace so you can automatically have access to all the great parenting advice and conversation we have on Parent Savers every week. Let's start this week's conversation about the milk mystery by introducing everyone who is with us in the studio, and there's a lot of us. For myself, I'm John O'Reill, and I'm 40 years old now. I'm the host of Parent Savers. I have three boys, a seven-year-old, a five-year-old, and a two-year-old. I actually don't even really like milk that much, and maybe that's where my interest in this topic has kind of come from, is why am I always being pushed to like milk? Um, Because it does a body good, John. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So I'm super excited to talk about this today. I'm Julie Sanders. I'm 31. I'm an engineer. I have one girl who will be uh, five months next week, and I'm also fascinated by the milk topic. Nice. I'm Stacy Spensley. I'm also 31 years old. I'm actually a holistic health coach, and I have one son who is 13 months old. Nice. Hi, I am. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Colina Carruthers. Uh, that was my son Adam. He is almost 11 months now, and uh, he is my only son. And I work at a call center uh, and overnights, which is always fun. And uh, this is a big topic for us, too, because we're, we're not really into milk. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm Sunny, everyone. I am producing today's show. I'm also the owner of New Mommy Media, which produces Parent Savers, Preggy Pals, The Boob Group, and Twin Talks. And, um, yeah, so I have uh, four children under the age of four. Um, my youngest are identical twin girls, and I've got two older boys. Um, and, yeah, milk in our house is, uh, well, let's see, the twins are exclusively breastfed, so they're getting a separate kind of milk. And then um, my older guys are drinking whole milk, but I don't know. I've been told to go down to 2%. And I, too, John, I just don't know. I mean, I, I do enjoy milk. In fact, I'm on this crazy chocolate milk spree right now, me, myself. <laughs> but that may be a sugar thing. I'm not quite sure. Sure. Um, but I would love to know what the difference is and what I should be feeding my kids. So. Nice. And Lene? Right. right. I'm Lene Schatzlein. Um, I have two children. I have a boy who's 15, and my daughter is 13. And she was recently diagnosed with diabetes, type mm. 1 diabetes. So, wow. yeah, that's my challenge going on right now. <laughs> uh, 
Well, thanks everyone for joining us. When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. From time to time on Parent Savers, we take a look at apps and we to tell you if they're good for your kids or not for different ranges of ranges of ages. And today we're looking at one that I actually think is pretty cool. Kind of spoiler alert: I think this is a cool app. Um, <laughs> it's called I Paint Animals. E Y E space Paint space animals and it's from a developer called curious hat it's free for ios and ipad as well as for android devices and it's probably geared towards kids with a little bit more coordination and i mean there's obviously the whole debate that we always get into when we talk about these things of you know should kids even be playing and how Mm -hmm. young should they be playing and i'd say this is appropriate for once you think your kids appropriate to be playing and they have some coordination they could probably do it um and what it is is it comes out with these pre-drawn pictures of animals like a kangaroo or a cow and with a simple touch to say a part of the kangaroo, it's it, instead of a basic coloring app, it uses your phone's camera to color. So then you have to find what color you want to fill it in with. So there's a blue water bottle here and I'm filling in the pouch of the kangaroo with the blue water bottle. And then the tummy I'll fill in with the black tablecloth. And then you can use the texture of the carpet as well. And it's really kind of exploring the world and colors and it's, there's this stigma I think when you think about kids using phones that they're all just completely sucked into what they're doing mm-hmm. but this one you're actually using the phone and the coloring as a tool to engage with your outside world yeah. and I think it's pretty neat yeah what are you guys react yeah I was just gonna say my my oldest son who so he's about three and a half again between three and a half and four um he is is all about taking pictures right now yeah. and he's driving us crazy because I even got him <laughs> right. like his own little whatever yeah. camera and um, he still wants to take pictures with our, our iPad and run up all of our memory and everything so <laughs> right. I think this is actually really good because he loves like you know going into photo booth and like changing yep. the various you know colors and, and then you, you have know, like 150 pictures exa- of, like of the same thing under chin. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. but I think this would be a great app for him because um, it's again it's engaging and it's getting him to do something else besides just oh here's another selfie yeah, right exactly and you really can kind of make some complex pictures looking at the different textures and colors in your world yeah yeah, yeah. especially outside if they go outside yeah. they start taking oh, pictures yeah, of leaves totally. and grass and flowers and and it almost becomes this thing where it's more about the textures that oh, are yeah. showing up than the colors than the colors yeah yeah. Uh, there's actually a, a couple. There's an I Paint Monsters one too, where they maybe around Halloween time. It's fun. It's different monsters that you could do. But there's a oh, couple cool. different ones in the series. But this is definitely one that I'd recommend for parents who are comfortable with their kids playing with their phones and checking out apps. Definitely a thumbs up. It's free for iOS and iPad and Android. What do you think, Sunny? I I, I love it. Is there any in-app purchases? Anything like that? Yeah, there are in-app purchases. So as with everything, yeah. and it's good that you always bring it up. If you kids play with your phone, or even if they don't, you, yeah. the first thing anyone should do with their phone it's an, it's a setting on your phone. 
turn off the in-app purchases. Right. Like don't even give anyone the option right. to do it or think about it. This one does. It's free. You can okay. buy extra animal packs. Yeah. And they're accessible in it. And each one, if the kids do hit it, the top one is unlocked, but the rest are locked. Got it. But if in-app purchases Got are blocked, it. they'll never be able to access those. But if yeah. you like it enough, and that's the way that some of these free apps go and a lot of people approach them, if they like it, they're getting entertainment out of it, then they go ahead and they pay the 99 cents exactly. for one to reward the developer totally. to say thanks for the fun that you provided our family. Yep, I'm giving it a thumbs up. I really like it. Parent yep. Savers thumbs up for iPaint Animals. Definitely check it out. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today's topic on Parent Savers is the milk mystery. Today we're talking with Lene Schatzline, a registered dietitian and nutritionist, all about different types of milk, why they're good for us, why maybe they're not good for us, and it's a topic that I'm so excited about. So thanks for joining us. You're welcome. Glad to be here. So what is, is there anything so great about milk? And if so, what is so great about milk? Milk is really great. I mean, when you think about, well, breast milk, we all know that's awesome, right? right? <laughs> but when you think about milk, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, it's got all this nutrition in a in a neat little package. It has protein and carbohydrate and fat and vitamins and minerals and all this great stuff naturally in this cool package. So I think that's kind of it the, is cool. you know, the cool well, thing about it. And I'm always captivated hearing about breast milk in particular. And that's where I, th- I mean, it obviously it all stems from is that they can't reproduce it. Right. That they can't, they, they know that breast milk is awesome. They know there's so many cool things in it. Can't be duplicated. And we're in 2014 now, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they still can't duplicate mm-hmm. it and they figure get, out a way to do it. They can get close, but right. yeah. But they still can't they do still it. They still can't do it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so what, so in addition to, you know, breast milk for babies, but that usually stops definitely by, I'd say, like five years old. But right. traditionally in this country, you know, people aren't breastfeeding much past 18 months. I'd say right. um, if they give like my wife is still breastfeeding our two and a half year old mm-hmm. and just gets either surprised looks or, you know, way to go right. at a girl mm-hmm. for going yeah. that far. Um, so what are the different types of milks that human drink? Because then it transitions to drinking it primarily does. cow's milk. Yeah. In this country, it's cow's milk. That's primarily what, what we drink um, as far as milk. But in other parts of the world, there's uh, sheep's milk and goat's milk and buffalo milk and all these different types too that are out there so and and nutritionally those are all pretty much the same okay um with the exception of goat's milk goat's milk is really low in folic acid that's a b vitamin you know we take that when we're pregnant we got to get the folic acid to prevent anemia and decrease the risk of birth defects so folic acid is pretty important and goat's milk just doesn't have just doesn't have that and i would imagine that what you know that humans got started drinking milk from this idea that they were drinking it before as a baby baby, and then they're not doing it anymore from mom but there's all these other animals that have the milk so let's try it and i imagine you know for thousands of years we've been drinking milk and so that's probably right that's probably how it how it all started but now (laughs) cow's milk is on a pretty big pedestal i feel like here in this country um as you know a the healthy drink 
to have. Uh, it's it, whether it's earned that or not, it has sort of a reputation. Um, I feel like in mainstream that it's a healthy, wholesome choice. How did that happen? Right, right. Is that marketing? Well, yeah, marketing. <laughs> you know, and that, that wonderful milk mustache you get. Yes. You know, awesome. Right. Um, but yeah, marketing, and and we all know it's a great source of calcium, and so people. Are, are told, oh, you have to drink milk to get your calcium. And it is. Is it a great source of calcium? It is. Like that's, it okay. is. In one cup of milk, there's 300 milligrams. Okay. So that's, it is the most concentrated food okay. source of calcium. Um, and other dairy products like yogurt and cheese, those are the most concentrated. So it becomes a very uh, convenient way to get in the calcium that we need to build our bones, right. keep our bones strong. But then what about the other stuff that's in there? Yeah. So then, you know, there's, there's, People that aren't, uh, they don't tolerate lactose, the milk right. sugar, and so they can't drink it. They get gas and bloating and things like that. So um, there's things in there um, that you may not tolerate. Um, milk allergies, that's another um, issue too, where if you are allergic to the milk proteins, um, then you, your baby might get very fussy very um, colicky and irritable. So um, there's things like that. Too Let me go to around the room. For. Let me go around the room and poll you guys and say, ask you, are you guys milk drinkers? And are you going to have cow's milk? Are you cow's milk drinkers? And are you going to have your kids drink cow's milk? And we'll start with Stacey. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, both. Well, I mean, there's, there's good and bad things about milk, but we don't drink cow's milk. 65% of adults are lactose intolerant at some point in their life. It's just we just we lose the ability to digest that's it. A t- that's a lot. Yeah. I'm surprised it's that high. Yeah. yeah. I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> did, and it know. was on Wikipedia. No, <laughs> no, no, no it was. Well, it probably is, but right, that's right. not where I got it. But, yeah. um, but yeah, and so my, my family's of Northern European ancestry. We actually do okay on cow's milk, but my husband and I have both found that as, as we get older... Like even milk on our cereal, just you know, you get a little rumbly tummy. Mm-hmm. We do, we do kefir, we do yogurt, we do you know fermented products, yeah, which are a little easier for us. But we don't drink cow's milk anymore because we just just because. It. But but the reason is more because it didn't make you feel good. Yeah, which I I think is a pretty good reason. <laughs> it's a pretty good reason. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So how about you? Um, no, we, we don't (laughs) drink milk either, and mainly because as a child I was allergic. Okay, and so I just. After the allergy kind of wore off as I got a little bit older, I didn't like the taste. And now as I'm an adult, I find myself being a little more lactose intolerant. Like yogurts, I do yogurt and cheese, but straight milk, I just cannot do it. And then uh, my husband is extremely lactose intolerant. So between the two of us, we're just like, well, we we don't drink it. So we're just kind of looking into alternative options for our son. Okay. We figure with the history of allergies and things in our own families, we don't really want to even go there with him. Right. But he may end up loving it. He'll <laughs> 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 we'll have it at a friend's house. He gets a chance, yeah. yeah. When we buy milk, it's mainly for cooking, and usually it'll, the carton will go bad before we finish using it. So. Yeah. And that's the little curtain. <laughs> Are you drinking cow's milk? Um, I'm not at the moment because my poor little five-month-old here has a delicate gastrointestinal system. That, Got it. Um, yeah, so I've had to go off dairy completely since I've had her. Mm. Um, but previous to that, I was uh, I wouldn't drink just a glass of milk, but I had milk in my cereal. I usually had it in the fridge. Um, my sis, my husband, like he's. Also on the chocolate milk kick. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone looks at me. (laughs) Everyone just says that. (laughs) 
Yeah, I was. I, I probably am drinking enough milk to, uh, for everybody in this wow. room. I'm seriously. I think we. I think we go through a gallon like every two days. My mother-in-law drinks milk, and so whenever she's over, she likes to have a cup of milk with dinner. And I almost feel like she still leers at me because I'm not having milk with oh. dinner. I, I don't even drink milk. <laughs> like, what are you missing? You're like, missing something. Why aren't you Why aren't you drinking milk with dinner? My oh, wife. Yeah. My, my in-laws are coming um, tomorrow, actually, to our house. And they, they always, like, I always Ow. forget. And they'll always ask me, like, oh, do you have this now? I'm like, no. Like, oh, oh, do, you have, do you have milk or do you have, like, you know, wh- half and half for the coffee? And I'm like, no. I'm like, what do you have? Like, almond milk? <laughs> well, and growing up, my, you know, it was in the 80s, the whole non-fat low-fat diet craze period and so we always had non-fat milk in my house so i never drank it growing up because non-fat milk tastes like muddy water to me yeah whole milk is delicious yeah Yeah. (laughs) which i discovered in my 20s (laughs) (laughs) right do you drink milk lene i do yeah yeah i drink milk i have you should see my fridge right now (laughs) i've got i've got milk uh for the kids yeah. For their cereal, and they drink it. And my son loves chocolate milk. He's <laughs> he's a runner, so the whole recovery drink kind oh, of thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. he's into the chocolate milk, whole milk for my coffee, and then my husband with the sweet tooth, he likes the soy milk, the vanilla. So, so our fridge, our fridge is full of different kinds of milk. <laughs> yeah. Is there something about cow's milk, and is it the cow? Maybe the calcium is the answer that you can't find anywhere else. No, that's not true. So okay. I, I talk with a lot of people all the time who um, don't like the taste of milk right. or they're allergic to it or the lactose intolerance. So then it becomes a nutrition issue of how do you get the calcium, you know, in your diet for your mm-hmm. bones from other sources. So the soy milk that's fortified. Um, some people who are lactose intolerant can still digest a little bit of milk or cheese or yogurt, like you were saying. Um, so those are excellent choices as well but then there's some plant foods too that have calcium in them you know like leafy greens like spinach and broccoli and beans and tofu has calcium in it so there are other ways to get in calcium into your into your diet without having to drink milk so you don't have to feel like you know one of those milk myths i have to drink three cups a day you don't you don't have to there's other ways been brainwashed that if it's not white, how can it not have calcium? No. <laughs> right? Yeah. But yeah. it doesn't exactly. have to be like that. Um, but, I mean, real quick, I do want to cover this too, the RBGH and RBST. Right. Um, and why does that matter? And I feel like the disclaimer is a really weird disclaimer that you see on milk labels too. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like, it's not like saying anything definitive. It's it's real vague. Yeah. What, what the... Um, the R R B G H and the um, BST. That's the the growth hormones. So the that they get to the cows. Yeah, the bovine somatotropin and the bovi- <laughs> the growth hormone, um, which are are naturally in cows and in milk because right. they, of course they have growth hormone. But um, some dairy farmers have added extra additional to the milk to get the cow or get to the cow yeah. to get the cows to produce more milk. Um, so and so you, they need to label whether or not they've added. If that's now they cows do. that have gotten the boost. They do. So we, as consumers, want to know, does our milk have this added, you know, hormones in it? Um, nutritionally, does it change the milk? No. So that's why it's kind of vague and it's a weird comment on there that says, you know, there's no difference in the milk whether it has okay. the hormones in it or not. But just the fact that it has hormones added to it people have concerns over that do we want hormones in our food they have ethical concerns about what about the cow how does that affect the cow so there's other issues you know to think about as well but probably from a nutritional standpoint the milk has the same nutrition 
but it's the right. doesn't change the calcium. It's the other unknown. Yeah, that yeah. that's all about. Right. I know so, our family airs on trying to not. Exactly. Ours does too. Yeah. yeah. We always look for that that little you know that symbol on there or the, the wording that says it doesn't contain those hormones. Right. Yeah. And organic milk doesn't. Correct. Doesn't have it. Right. right. Okay. Right. Um, but you can get non-organic milk that doesn't have it. Right. And then yeah. <laughs> but, right. <laughs> and then organic. Does that mean what I think it means is that the cat well I don't even know what I think that means anymore they don't spray the cows <laughs> with pesticides yeah, <laughs> wash them down with pesticides yeah, what organic yeah. anymore yeah they're not they're not eating the grass that has um, any right. fertilizers uh, and yeah. pesticides in it yeah. so that so could be passed to what the are milk. some of the other big milk myths about cow's milk like you um, mentioned, like you have to drink three cups a day. Three cups a day. That's the big one. Another myth or thing that's real common that I hear all the time is, well, doesn't milk have a lot of sugar in it? And when you read the label, when you see like for one cup of milk, you look at the carbohydrate, it says there's 12 grams of sugar. And I have people ask me all the time, they say, what, why are they adding sugar to my milk? <laughs> but they don't understand that the, the milk or the, the sugar that's in there is the, the natural lactose, the milk sugar Got it. that's in there. I feel like I've so. had milk that probably had sugar added to it. It's well, like yeah, the chocolate milk. The chocolate milk, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, but naturally. Well, so. but that's – so for our – he's five now, but his big transition to stop – when he stopped breastfeeding was to just drink milk like – all whole the milk. time. Yeah. And it would put him to sleep as well. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if we gave him whole milk, to be mm-hmm. honest. And I guess that's another question is if we're doing milk, what should we do? Right. But um, we got really scared, though, that he was going to get cavities because he's drinking milk at night to help go to sleep as a substitute for nursing. Oh, yeah. So, night. yeah, anything that they're drinking from a bottle as they go to sleep, yeah. you know, sticks on their teeth. Has that. Yeah, yeah. So water's, water's really the best. Best substitute. Yeah, at nighttime. But if we're gonna, that if we're going to buy milk for our family cow's milk, how do you decide if you like whole two percent, one percent, non-fat? Is it is it a taste thing? Is there nutrition? Well, as far as the nutrition factors go, um, you know, after one year, then when you're transitioning to milk, whole milk is what's recommended up until two years old. Um, The whole milk provides the extra calories that the babies need. And also the fat that's in the milk is good for brain development, um, nervous system development. So they need, they actually need that extra fat. Um, After two years, then you could transition to a lower fat, reduced fat milk or skim milk. That would be fine. That's typically what's recommended. Well, and then, I mean, I feel like as adults drinking milk, they're trying to cut the calories. Sure. Which is the opposite yeah. of what you're trying to we do. We don't need the extra for calories. Your young kids. <laughs> <laughs> but you also don't want to buy like 10 different types of milk necessarily. That's what Lene does. Well, that's <laughs> what I do. Yeah, if you have to and if it works for you. But, you know, yeah. like I, I get annoyed when there's like two different things in my fridge. I just want it. Okay. Right. If, if someone has to be on whole milk, then we're all on whole milk. And that's it. <laughs> Too bad. Yeah. Diet. Yeah. yeah. And I guess it it depends on how much you're drinking. Yeah. Um, you know, I have whole milk in my coffee. Yeah. So I put a little bit in there. I'm not worried about the little bit of extra fat that's in there. Um, portion size matters, you know. I have one more question about cow's milk that we need to take a break. I know um, this segment's running kind of long. But what's raw milk? What does that oh, mean? Oh, really good question. And we might need a whole segment on okay. this one. But raw milk is unpasteurized milk. Okay. So most of the milk that, that's in the United States now that we drink is pasteurized, which is that heat process that kills 99% of the bacteria that's in milk. So raw milk is milk that has not been pasteurized, so it doesn't mm-hmm. go through that process. Uh, so you have the risk of having all that bacteria in the milk. 
But are there other benefits to it, and that's why people take Pe- the risk? Right. People that are promoters of raw milk say that there's it's more nutritious, um, it has these probiotics because it has this bacteria in it. Um, and when you really look at the nutritional difference uh, between raw milk mm-hmm. and pasteurized milk, nutritionally, there's really no difference. I mean, they'll say, oh, there's more B vitamins. These B vitamins are lost in pasteurization. Well, 5 to 10% loss. So that's not a significant loss. It's milk, whether it's, um, you know, pasteurized or not, it's still a great source of B vitamins. They say, oh, well, vitamin C, it's reduced by 20%. But milk's not a great source of vitamin C to begin with. We don't don't drink milk for our vitamin C. So whether, you know, you're talking about something that's not even in there. Right. Um, So so a lot of people just in this raw food craze that they feel like, well, if you know, processed foods are bad for us and everything should be raw, not necessarily our milk. Yeah. You know? Maybe pasteurization is an okay process. It's a, and it's an okay process. Yeah. And, and if you want the probiotics, you know, from your food to, to help your immune system and, and nourish your gut, there's other safer ways to get to probiotics. Get yeah. yeah. With the yogurt and the kefir, kefir and, and things like that. Right. So, so they, they do it maybe because there could be good bacteria in there, but... Why play Russian roulette with the bacteria? That's what I say. And and there's some promoters say, oh, no, it's totally safe, and Mm -hmm. and you can never get sick on it. But you look at the CDC reports, and they they have cases of um, children getting sick on raw milk. There was, I think, in the 12-year span that I looked at, there were um, 900 cases of illness from drinking raw fluid milk. And then another 600 or so from unpasteurized cheese. Oh, wow. And, and a lot of those illnesses resulted in hospitalization. So it's not just a little tummy ache and diarrhea. Yeah. It's, it's severe you know, illness that causes. All right. Well, let's take this break. And when we come back, we'll talk about other kinds of milk um, and alternatives to cow milk, um, which I know is something that I'm interested in. And hopefully a lot of you guys are too listening. It is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome back, everyone, Parent Savers. Today, we're talking about the milk mystery with Lene Schatzlein. Um, so kind of something I read a while ago was, and which got me thinking a lot about this topic and probably why we're all so interested in it, is that cow's milk is the perfect food for baby cows, right? So why is it being, you know, it's not necessarily the perfect food for humans. So what are some other alternatives that we can look at to get these benefits, but not necessarily have to drink? cow's milk either because we don't like it because mm-hmm. two-thirds of us are allergic to it um what are some other alternatives that we have yeah there's a lot of good healthy foods out there that that provide us with calcium yeah um and some of the milk alternatives that are out there are like soy milk and almond milk and rice milk and a lot of different choices when you go to the grocery store and you look at that milk aisle it's a little overwhelming nowadays so which ones are the best ones you know um Soy milk. I, I can't wrap my head around soy milk. And probably if, uh, 
a little time on Google would help me. But <laughs> soybeans are everything, right? And yep. then there's like edamame, <laughs> and you can have like these little green beans, right? Yeah. So how do they get milk out of that? Yeah. What they do is they grind them up and soak them in, in water. And okay. Yeah. So that's how you get and then, milk. And then they drain off the mm-hmm. little the yep. pulp, probably. Yep. And then you have the milk. Yeah, yeah. And they fortify it then with calcium. It's already got protein in it okay. from the soybean. So then it's fortified with calcium. So it's a great alternative for people who have allergies to milk or who are lactose intolerant. So Can you give that to babies, though? After one year. After one year. Yep, yep. That's and with a lot of things. That's, that's with yeah, 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 that's, a lot yeah. of things. And you want to be sure that it is not the light soy milk. It's the original whole full-fat soy milk. Because okay. again, they need the extra calories. They need the extra fat. What's li- what's light? Light about means soy milk. Is yeah. it just watered down. It's watered down. Okay. Yes, yes. And they've they've taken out the the natural fat. That's it's funny because light yeah. is a bad word in our house now. Yeah. And I mean, you wouldn't know it by looking at me right now, but um, <laughs> the anything light, Christina won't let our kids have or anything because of the artificial chemicals. But it, it's different with soy milk, yeah. right? It, th- there's no added aspartame or anything. I guess you Depend- have to look. Well, you got to look at the, the label. And yeah. the word light on a food label, it, there's no legal definition for that. So yeah. it could mean light in color, light in <laughs> flavor. It, That's crazy. Yeah. Which yeah. they usually are light That's in flavor. Nuts. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah. So... What's kefir? I keep hearing you say that. I don't know what it it's is. A, it's a fermented it, right? yogurt drink. Okay. It's traditional in like Eastern Europe. It's they have a couple different kinds, but um, you can you can buy it. You can buy goat's milk kefir. It's but it's so it's basically like a drinkable yogurt. It's a little tangier. Okay. Mm-hmm. But they come in. Does it come in flavors. tiny bottles? No. Well, it can. It can. You can yeah. get it. the ones that I see. Like they look like a giant creamer bottle, kind of. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and they start with the pasteurized milk, so it's got the bad bacteria taken out of it but then they add good bacteria then they add good bacteria yeah, back so it's into safe. it mm-hmm. yeah i use it for us like a smoothie base what other types of milk do you all drink um i don't really drink anything besides water and tea um i i enjoy the taste of alternative milks but um they have uh they usually have emulsifiers or stabilizers or uh preservatives and mm-hmm. i tend to avoid those kinds of ingredients so uh, I, if I was active enough to make my own nut milks at home, <laughs> I Which might try making do. some of those. Yeah, yeah I, I, you got the time. I've looked into how to make them, and it seems pretty simple. But I'm just, you know, I like water. Yeah. When I want some flavor to it, I'll make tea. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, you were a big milk drinker. Uh, yeah, right? but I never just drank a glass of milk. I would put okay. it in things. So, um, so yeah, it's really uh, I would bake with it a lot. So I, that's kind of I can't have gluten or dairy right now, actually. So it. I don't bake anyway, <laughs> so, but um, yeah, if, um, I'd say if I if I need an alternative milk, I'll use canned coconut milk um, because especially sure. the uh, that's one thing. I'll I'll actually buy the light because uh, the the brand that I buy is just coconut milk and water, and um, I find that works pretty well as an alternative in things if I need it. Like for baking, baking too? or cooking, yeah, things. Things where uh, uh, milk is called for. Yeah. Yeah. I do yeah. feel like that's a tough one is because a lot of the recipes seem to work better with milk, with cow's milk, mm-hmm. than with other types of yeah. coconut milk. That's a yeah. good tip. With yeah, the, that's yeah, the coconut milk that's the canned coconut milk is a lot of calories. Yes. Really high. Which is another reason so. I go for the light because it's yeah. mixed with water. And then are we supposed to <laughs> yeah. avoid things in cans too because of the chemicals on the inside of the can? Yeah. Which you can buy the BPA-free yeah. coconut milk cans on. I haven't, but I've looked into which companies. and Nice. Yeah. 
I have to tell you, I've never thought about milk this in depth before. <laughs> it was so, it, to me, what a complicated topic. The old, I know. When we first were talking about doing this topic, I'm thinking, okay, we're going to talk about whole milk, 2% right. skim milk. <laughs> and now, like, you guys are blowing my mind. <laughs> Anything else any of you want to add about your milk experiences? I thought I was going to come out of this hating cow's milk more, but I'm kind of okay with it. <laughs> Even though, like, I, I don't personally like it. Um, we didn't vilify cow- cow's milk, and we're not oh. saying that it's like a horrible, horrible food. Oh, but no. just no, make the right choices. Make the right choices that are right for you and your health and your age. And yeah, yeah. well, I think it's important. Also, I know I have I have a lot of clients who can't do dairy for whatever reason. They're finding it's inflammatory. They're finding it doesn't work well with their digestion, and they and they think that the only alternative is soy milk. And there are like we said, rice milk, yeah. there's coconut milk, there's almond milk. There's also oat milk. There's hemp milk, mm-hmm. and a lot of people actually do better on goat's milk. Which, like you said, budget can be an issue. It can be a lot more expensive. But some people do better on goat's milk because the protein's a little bit different than a cow's milk protein. And and other foods, too, like spinach and tofu and broccoli. Nopales are really high in calcium. So the cactus paddles. And vegetables have calcium. They just aren't as concentrated. So for adults, we can probably eat a pretty good portion of spinach and broccoli. But for little kids, you know, getting in half a cup of milk is easy, whereas two cups of cooked broccoli, mm, probably right. not too realistic right. for a toddler. Sure. <laughs> Definitely. Sure. Most toddlers. I like goat's milk and sheep milk cheeses, too. Yeah. I find that I like yeah. those better yeah. as well. So that's a whole other topic, it cheeses. Is. But I'm probably not going to do that. We probably won't do mystery. the cheese mystery. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> exactly. I'll come back for that. <laughs> <laughs> and get a cheese yes. plate. Yes. Yes. Okay. Feed us. That would be great. <laughs> right. Well, thanks so much for joining us. And thanks for the conversation, everybody. For more information about this topic or any of our panelists, please visit the episode page on our website. We'll continue the conversation uh, briefly for members of our Parent Savers Club with our bonus content after the show. We'll talk with Lene Schatzline about milk's effects on bones. I have a pointed question for her about that, about... Um, calcium and is is it really true that calcium helps bones as much as we've been led to believe for more information about the parent savers club please visit our website parentsavers.com with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Parent Savers. This is Detective Damian Jackson with the Escondido Police Department's Family Protection Unit and the Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force here in San Diego, California. As part of the Escondido Police Department's ongoing series of community outreach education to help families enhance their personal safety, I'm here today to talk to you about GPS programming. Criminals are constantly looking for those easy opportunities these days to take your property and turn it for a quick profit on the street. As new parents, you're probably on the go a lot, and with today's technology, getting where you need to be is as simple as tapping an address into your GPS device and off you go getting to your next destination easily and efficiently. However, one of the easiest items to spot, steal, and quickly sell is that GPS device sitting on your dashboard or center console for all to see. It doesn't matter to that criminal what the best route to SeaWorld might be or where the closest sushi spot is, but the address you've programmed in the home category is like giving a criminal a treasure map and the X is right on top of your house. My tip for the day, don't make home 
your actual home. I'd be willing to bet there's not one of you out there listening that doesn't know how to get from your house to the grocery store or from the grocery store back to your house. So for an added layer of security and protection for you and your family, instead of using your actual home address, use the grocery store as your starting and finishing point on your GPS device when using it to plot out your trips. That way, if someone relieves you of your GPS device without your permission, you will only be giving them directions to the produce section and not to your family's castle. For more information on how you can keep your family safe, visit us on Facebook or Twitter at forward slash Escondido Police. With the Escondido Police Department and the San Diego Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, I'm Detective Damian Jackson, reminding you to keep your family safe and smart. That wraps up today's show. Thanks so much for joining us on Parent Savers. Don't forget to check our sister shows, Preggy Palace for Expecting Parents, The Boob Group for Moms Who Breastfeed, and Twin Talks for Parents of Multiples. Next week, we're going to be talking about infant CPR. This is Parent Savers, empowering new parents. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care, and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, Please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. New Mommy Media is expanding our lineup of shows for new and expecting parents. If you have an idea for a new series, or if you're a business or organization interested in joining our network of shows through a co-branded podcast, visit newmommymedia.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.